Oh, hello and welcome to Run the Table. Yeah, uh, guys, this was a terrible, terrible week weekend. This is absolutely brutal. Um, we were wrong about a lot of things. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my teams just kind of suck at football. Uh, and one of my guys got hurt. One of my guys is dead. One of my guys is dead. So. Uh, I don't know what to do, Obert. You start us off. How are you? No, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing rough. We're both doing rough. We're both Michigan men. We're both sitting here. We're both Perfect. Michigan okay. guys. Uh, let me get into it. Michigan football is a joke. And this oh is God. partially this on is me. This is just awful. This is partially on me. This is the worst. You can't keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it. He can't keep getting yeah. away yep. with this. Jim Harbaugh can't Three keep times. getting away with this. He can't be. And it, I'm going to blame myself a little bit here. I put too many expectations upon Jim Harbaugh. I should have known he was an average coach coming in. That's on me. Hand up. I shouldn't expect that much from Jim Harbaugh because he never delivers. So going forward as a Michigan football fan, if I even still am one, I made, you are. I mean, you are. I made the decision after that game to not be a Michigan football fan until Jim Harbaugh was fired. And then I still might stand by that. No, no, you're not. No, I no. might. No, you're not. He can't. Guys, 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 this is so stupid. This is literally stupid. But I no. might. Listen, here's my thought process. Why would I waste my time and energy watching a team that's never going to do anything spectacular? Mm. Hmm? Why would I do that? Emotionally, I was dead. I was dead emotionally after that game. Yeah, yeah I've never seen you so upset in your life. Um, in my life, what? that was stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> have you have you always been a part of my life? Yes, yes. I've been in your heart. I was just a twinkle in your eye. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. He can't keep getting away with this. I think I'm gonna have to take a mental leave of absence from Michigan football for maybe the rest of the season. Maybe going forward, I'm just gonna expect Michigan to lose important games the rest of the way. And I I did, and then somebody in this room. Talk to me into believing again. So it's partially my fault, too. It is partially your fault. Because I said we were going to lose this game to Michigan State. I yes. said it. And then you convinced me otherwise. And I tricked you. And I made the pick for Michigan. And I, I shouldn't have. Do you think this was a whole rouse to make you take Michigan and make you lose games, lose college football games, lose your picks? Yes. Just on your picks? I do. Um, I... I... I, I this is this this is the worst takeaway I've ever had to make in my life. But I have an addiction, and uh, I got to be honest about it. Um, I've been addicted over the course of the last two or three, four weeks of filming this podcast. More than that, actually, eight weeks probably. Um, of a certain phrase uh, that corresponds with a few say teams. It. Say it. Uh, they're back, or a certain team's back. Michigan's back. Texas is back. Whatever it is, and it's hurt a lot of people, and. That's the problem with addiction, you know what I mean? You don't really realize the people you're hurting while it's happening. You know, it's like you're in the eye of a hurricane. You don't really know, like, what's going on around you. You just know, I need to say a team is back, no matter how much it might hurt, you know, the, the supporters of said teams, including Michigan, and you're obviously one of the biggest supporters. And um, why did you do it over it? Did you do it just to, you know, get under your skin or just to, you know, be a numbnuts? I did it because I thought they were back, but... I, you have a curse when you say that. And 
I just thought I thought for sure I thought that I thought that they were going to win. I really did. I was stunned. I some of it was a little much. It was a little over the top. I called them the second best team in the country. I said that they would win the national championship. That might have been a little bit much. But at the end of the day, you know, I really did think they were going to win that game by three scores, and I was wrong. I was totally wrong. And did they get jobbed by the refs? Absolutely. Did they totally outplay Michigan State? Absolutely. Did Michigan State play their absolute best game, and Michigan played at best mediocre? Absolutely. Did, if Even though all of those things happened, Michigan's going to win that game. Jim Harbaugh's going to win that game. Um, but they didn't. And he has to be held responsible for that. I have to be held responsible for that because I'm such a Jim Harbaugh supporter, staunch Jim Harbaugh guy. Um, so what's it going to take for him to so get fired? I, I'm to blame. Eyes. Jim Harbaugh's to blame. Uh, J.J. McCarthy's to blame. Some of the players are to blame. And the refs are to blame. And we all have to do better moving forward, going forward. Um, so myself included. The season, Jimmy the season. Uh, and then And then find greener pastures elsewhere. For both sides, right? Depends on how the season finishes. What do you mean? Depends. If they beat Ohio State, then he's then he stays. And if he doesn't, we'll cross that bridge. When we if get he doesn't beat Ohio State, what has got to happen? We'll cross that Tell bridge. Me now. Tell when me now. we get there. Tell me now. It depends. What does it depend on? How it looks. Listen, it's going to be beneficial for both parties if they part ways. <laughs> oh, I don't. Year. Oh. I said that the only thing that could save him was beating Ohio State, and because I don't think that they're going to beat Ohio State, it's time. It's time. It just is. He's not. He's not the coach that we need. And it brings me to my, my next point. Oh shit! Mel Tucker should listen to offers from every school in the country. He could be the highest paid coach in football because you know supply and demand. There's only one Mel Tucker. A lot of schools looking to get back to being good. Um, he definitely isn't better than Nick Saban or, you know, the Davos Sweeney's, but Mel Tucker might be a top five coach in college football. And I know that's crazy to say, but what he's done with this Michigan state program in the span of two years is nothing short of magical. He's the best coach in the big 10 and you can't tell me otherwise right now. Yeah. He's better than Ryan day. He's clearly better than Jim Harbaugh. It's not even a question at this point. Um, Listen, I know this is going to sound weird because I'm a Michigan fan. I would take Mel Tucker as my head coach right now. Right now, I would take him as my head coach. He had his guys fired up. He was fired up. X's and O's, they, they were better than, uh, you know, when it when it mattered. Yeah. And they came out on top. He is now 2-0 against Jim Harbaugh. This is just the worst and Michigan And Michigan was favored in both those games. So. I, yeah. I, it was just a terrible, terrible Saturday. I mean, but there's no other Mel way Tucker to put it. Literally, should he should listen to every single job offer in the country to see how much he can get out of Michigan State if he wants really wants to stay around. <sighs> Tap the word back button for me, real quick. No, 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 no. Who is it? who is it about? Who is it about? Tell Michigan me, Michigan State. We're back. Okay. Fresno State is I back. I hate you so <laughs> much, dude. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, but no. they are back, hey, though. When are you going to learn? Um, What did I say? I think I said this on the podcast Tuesday. Didn't I say this last hey, no, Tuesday? No, no. We need to have a serious discussion. When are you going to learn? Every time you say a team's back, they lose at least one more time in the season. At least once. Fresno State has the Mountain West locked up, and you are jeopardizing that by saying this. What is wrong with you? 
I can't stop. I told you I have an addiction, and I needed to suffice it this week. And there's no other team better to do it than Fresno. And State. so you're will, you're willing to knock your team yes. down? Yeah, if that's what it takes. Yes, I'm addicted, bro. God. They beat San Diego State after that Nevada game. I said this team is really good, and they're one week away from me saying that they're back. And guess what? They handed a number, what was it, 21 team in the country, yeah. a double-digit loss on the road. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, they played fantastic. Jake Hayner played fantastic. Kirk Herbstreit was wrong. Desmond Howard was wrong. Uh, Lee Corsa was wrong. Everyone and the fans were wrong. The fan vote. They picked San Diego State. Fresno State won. I said they'd win. I said that they were going to be my lock. The only reason why I didn't lock them was because they were underdogs. By the time we picked, I said you could still lock them. Yeah, but it would have been weird. You know, and so, you know, I was totally right about Fresno State. They're back. They're gonna win out. They're gonna go to ten and two. They're gonna lose to somebody. Eleven and two after the uh, Mountain West, and I think they should be the group of five in the New Year Six after Cincinnati goes into the college football playoff. They're gonna lose to somebody unless a different group of five team that'll get to later gets in over them. So, huh? I I know what team you're talking about. Yeah, UTSA baby, let's go, Road Runners, beep beep, Um, beep beep. You know what? I'll just get into this one now because I just mentioned them. Jeff Trailer, head coach of UTSA. What's up? 10-year extension, $28 million. We are building something special here at UTSA. National powerhouse. Little Boise State action, maybe? National powerhouse. UTSA is going to be getting a call up to the big leagues pretty soon. Uh, right now, they are AAA, uh, just absolutely dominating teams. And they got they got the magic. They got the special sauce. They got the recipe. Yeah. And they're going to be called up. And it's probably going to be like, oh, please, take t- Big 12 or, or UTSA. We're the, I'm Big 12. UTSA, please, we need talent. We need yeah. talent. We need good teams. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And guess what? UTSA is going to dominate. They're going to dominate. Until UTSA, Jeff Trailer takes the TCU job. He's not. He's not. Jeff Why Tra- not? Because Jeff Trailer is building something special at UTSA. He said it in, his, in the press release. They were quoted his words. We're building something special here, which I absolutely love and I respect him for. Do you believe that? Do you? Absolutely. I am, listen, at this point, I am a UTSA fan more than I am a Michigan fan. Oh, take that back. I re- I respect. What if what if Jeff Trailer does leave, though? What, what do you I hope do? he comes to Michigan. Oh. I would be, mm-hmm. that would be my dream coaching hire for Michigan, Jeff Trailer. I've got sources, and you're not going to like this at all, but I've got sources that say Michigan and Urban both have mutual interest. Oh, my sources say that if Urban Meyer ever stepped foot in Ann Arbor, they, he would be shot on and the killed. spot. On the spot. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess that's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all I'm saying is that UTSA is, outside of Cincinnati, the best group of five team in the country. Second best outside of Cincinnati. No, no third, third first, best. First best. Third best. First best. All right. Ohio State kind of got exposed on Saturday. They kind of did. And they I kind of called this. Um, I said, everyone said Ohio State was, you know, loads better. And it was Ohio State, Georgia, and then like everyone else. And I said, wait, oh, whoa, pump the brakes, guys. I said, hold on. Well, you said whoa. that too. Hold on. I said, I well, said. You, you said they're the second best team. But it's close. Yeah. I said it was. Not close. And who was the third best team? I said Michigan. Oh, that's right. So, you are wrong about things. I was wrong about the Michigan thing. 
Okay. Wasn't wrong about Ohio State. But I already apologized about Michigan. Um, yeah, I was kind of right about Ohio State here, guys. Listen, uh, Ohio State, I said, yeah, listen, they played fantastic. They played great. They played really shitty teams, but they played great. Um, and that was the case. They played three shitty teams. They played fantastic against those shitty teams. But then they play, at best, a pretty good team. I mean, what is that Penn State? Is Penn State fantastic? They're a pretty uh, good team. I'd say they're a solid team. They're good a team. solid team. They're 22nd in the country, according to AP. Three lost Penn State team. I One mean, of those losses was to, to Illinois. Illinois. And they give up 24. They score 33. By the way, one of those was a defensive touchdown, so it was more like 26. So, I mean, when you think about it like that, it's like this you know, highly touted offense did meh against Penn State's defense, which is really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Which is really good, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean – you're going to be facing a lot bigger problems than Penn State at home. I mean, night game, you know, that's the biggest game you've played in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And okay, so what are their problems barely going get, I don't know if this offense is good enough to carry the defense. I don't know if the defense is good enough to stop an Alabama or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the great teams out there. Yeah. I don't even know if this defense, and you're going to hate this, is good enough to stop Michigan or Michigan State later on in the year. We'll see, but I have both those teams ahead of Penn State, even though Michigan lost. Like I said, I think they're probably, they beat Michigan State 14 out of 15 times, Michigan does. My point is this, both those teams, I think, are going to give Ohio State trouble, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State gets a loss in the regular season. To Michigan State. To either Michigan or Michigan It's not going to happen in Michigan. I don't know which one it's going to be, I'm Michigan just saying. State. If it's any of them, it's Michigan State. Um, I, I, still think, I still think Michigan's got... Big problems that they got to figure out themselves. As does Michigan State. I, I don't love Michigan State's defense, and yeah, I don't love pass Peyton, defense is terrible. I don't love Peyton Thorne at all. But I'm just saying, Ohio State struggled with Penn State. Like that was kind of a struggle. So maybe, ju- maybe it's just be careful. We're, we're finding out that that the teams in the Big Ten really aren't as good as we thought. No, they are. Maybe they're not. You go. Okay, I just uh, I have to apologize. Oh. Jeez, this is a tough episode. I was high on a team out of the ACC. Mm, two teams. Yeah, but the other team's still winning. Yeah, yeah. And this was an interesting one because they already had one loss on their resume, and it was to Western Michigan. Mm. That's right. I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Panthers. Mm. Golden I, Panthers. I have to apologize because they lost to Miami. And, if and you've we've been, been vocal. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know my thoughts on Miami. Mm. And if you lose to Miami, you are disowned by me. Uh oh. So same same with me. I hate to do this, but I can't. I can't be a pit ally anymore. Yeah, pit guy. I just can't. And yep. they're still in control to make it to the ACC championship game. The only issue is they got the, one of the harder parts of their schedule. They still have to play UNC. They still have to play Virginia. They got to play Boston College. I don't know. I don't know if they went out. I don't. As as tough that is to say, I don't. Think they, I don't think they do. That's hard to listen. I think Pitt's going to gonna lose at least one more game. Miami quietly has won two in a row against NC State and Pitt. Yeah, I know. And almost beat North Carolina at North Carolina. But almost beat Virginia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have two teams left. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, you are in a tough spot. You're in a spot I was two weeks ago. And guess what? My teams are done. So, 
I found different teams, I guess, with Fresno State and Houston. Well, you, and didn't, you didn't find another a different team with Fresno State. Yeah, I went back to Fresno State, which, thank God, they turned things around. Oh, my goodness. Thank God, Fresno State. But my expectations of you are still high. I need them in the top five by the end of the year. Come on. They're not going to be in the top five. You Co- know that. Oh, I want to talk about a different group of five teams. Coastal Carolina are a bunch of frauds. They are. Um, listen, and we had this, by the way. We absolutely had this. They were winning these really close games by razor-thin margins to teams that they should have been beating by 100, and they were beating them by, like, two. It's like, this is not, this is an okay coastal. You're not going to keep getting away with this. And most importantly, you can't lose to App State. They lose to App State, and now they almost lost to Troy in a game where, you know, Troy put up a lot of offense, a lot of points, a lot of yards. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable, Coastal Carolina. And, you know, they're all like, oh, yeah, we deserve this. We deserve that because we're undefeated. You don't deserve jack shit. You're 7-1 and one right now. Yeah, and that's fantastic. But guess what? You know what I mean? Almost lose to Buffalo. Almost lose, or do lose to App State. Almost lose to Troy. You're a bunch of frauds. You don't deserve jack shit. Except for maybe, you know, uh, the Meineke car care poll, you know? That's your joke, actually. That but yeah, joke. that's okay. It's okay. I like it. It was fun. I like it. Uh, maybe the Hyundai Sun Bowl or something. <laughs> Hyundai. Although it's not a bad bowl. Um, the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. The Red Box Bowl. <laughs> Jesus. Do you guys remember that bowl, Red Box, when that was big? You go to a grocery store. Mom, can I get a Red Box movie? You know. Yeah. Um. And then you get American Pie without her looking, and then. Learn things about your body. Uh, sorry, you go. <laughs> My uh, next takeaway, and I was, I was just trying to figure this out because I'm looking at the Pac-12, and why the hell are we talking about the Pac-12? Well, let me get to that in a second. It's a so, bit of garbage. The Pac-12. There's a north and a south division. Utah was both more is more northern than both Cal and Stanford is in the southern division. What are we doing, Pac-12? <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. Somebody's got to be fired. Somebody's got to be fired. And even Colorado might be more north than Stanford, but I don't think they're more north than Cal. That Colorado's kind of on the same parallel. But Utah isn't even close. Yeah. I don't get that. Uh, maybe because it's a late ad. I don't know. It, it, to me, it doesn't make Stupid. much sense. But the reason I want to talk about Pac-12 is because the Pac-12... They should have done a west and further west division. <laughs> the Pac-12 is a horse pile of donkey doo-doo yeah. mess of crap, garbage, black hole, dog poopy. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah. Um. Let me let me break it down for you. Break it down for us. So in the break north, down, no. in the north, you have Oregon, Yeesh. Uh, number one team in the Pac-12. Good at team. Four and one. Good team. Their loss is, is to two and four Stanford, who is the worst team in the Pac-12 yeah. North. It's like, um, okay. Uh, Then you have Washington State, who is four and two. By the way, doesn't have a coaching staff. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Who is four and two in the conference. They've lost to BYU and UFC. They got housed by USC. Like, it was not even close. Then you have Oregon State. Oregon State's non-conference loss to uh, Purdue. It was like, oh, is Oregon State a decent team? Maybe. Maybe they beat USC in a game none of us saw coming. Mm. And then they lost to Washington State and Cal. And Cal uh, was one of the bottom feeder teams in the Pac-12 North. And then you're thinking, oh, well, we got Washington here. 
and Washington is also 3-2 and two in the conference. Remember, Washington lost to Montana at the beginning of the year. Mm. An FCS school. And then they got housed by Michigan, who's not that great, but that's okay. Uh, good team. Then they went to overtime with Cal. Not a great team. Lost to Oregon State. Beat or lost to UCLA and then beat Arizona 21 to 16 and I'll get to, I'll get to Arizona. Um and then they beat Stanford. And so you're asking me what the hell is wrong with Stanford? I don't know. I don't I know, know what's going on with Stanford. Stanford is one of those teams that makes no sense cuz they win games they shouldn't. Um and then they lose games that they probably should win. And so in the Pac-12 South you have you have Utah who's leading the conference at 4 and 1 one of their losses. BYU. Oh, yeah. BYU owns the Pac-12. They are undefeated against them. How about that? Four uh, or five and no. How about that? Yeah. It's, you want to know who's, who, who Utah, Utah lost to in conference? Who? Oregon State. What? Yeah. Yeah. They lost to Oregon State. Come back and Jeez. beat UCLA by 20 points. This UCLA team is just mind-boggling. By the way, Utah also lost to San Diego State. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's not great. And San Diego State lost to Fresno State. Who did Fresno State beat? Oh, good question. UCLA. UCLA. Who did they almost beat? Oregon. Should have been yeah. Oregon. Um, and then you have UCLA and USC both at 3-3. Three and three. Oh, whoops. I just completely skipped over Arizona State. Uh, Arizona State lost to Washington State. Lost to Utah. Beat Stanford as they should. Beat UCLA. Beat Colorado. Lost to BYU. Why does BYU own the Pac-12 South? Huh? Can you explain that to me? No. Because I am so confused. More disciplined? So confused. They beat... Because of their religion or something? I don't know. <laughs> um, that's actually not a bad... Yeah, I think it's that's not actually pretty good. But then I want to get to the bottom here. Because UCLA and USC, they're just not great programs this year. Although UCLA beat LSU when they were ranked, and it was like, holy shit, is LSU good? Or not LSU, UCLA? UCLA. Yep. No, they're not. They're not good. I'm we sorry. both thought they were. Uh, Colorado and Arizona. They might be two of the three worst Power 5 schools in the country. They are. It's not even, It's. I mean, it's not even remotely close. Uh, Arizona is 0-8 on the season, and they're not even close to being good. Colorado's got to be one of the more confusing teams in the country. Mm. Uh, so they beat Northern Colorado at FCS school game one. They're 1-0. Mm. Then they play Boom. Texas A&M, who undefeated at the time, lose 10-7. to It's like, is this Colorado team good? No. Took them as my luck. Then what happened? No. Do you know? Do you know what happened? They lost. Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. It's a CVS. I don't know. They lost 30 to nothing to Minnesota. I muted my. I swear to God, I muted whatever. This is what it is. And they lost thirty-five to thirteen to Arizona State, and then they lost thirty-seven to fourteen to Colorado, and then they lost thirty or the, then they lost twenty-six to three to Cal, and then fifty-two to twenty-nine Oregon. to Oregon. They have one other win on this season, so they have one conference win. Yeah, you want to know who that's against? Who that? Arizona. Oh, do you want to know the score of that game? Hmm. Thirty-four to nothing. I. Arizona is quite possibly the worst team in the country in terms of Power 5, and they almost beat Washington. Unbelievable. Can you, and can, USC. Can, yeah, yeah. Let me, look at, let me look at Arizona's games. And BYU. They Except lose. They lose to BYU. They lose to BYU at the beginning of the season. 24-16. It's like, oh, okay. It's not a bad loss. That's and they play San Diego State, who's another great group of five teams. They lose 
eh. Yeah. And then they lose to Northern Arizona. And then you're like, all right, this team is just it's like, terrible. who the hell is even Northern Arizona? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then they play Oregon, get housed by Oregon. But that game was close going into the fourth quarter. Yep. They come back. They play UCLA. It's one of those games where it's like UCLA was really in the driver's seat that entire game. And then they get shut out by a Colorado team that has been really, really bad. Abysmal. Uh, then they all, they are leading against Washington almost the entire game. Blow Choke it. it Blow end. it. And then they are within one score of USC. Ooh. Unbelievable. What is the Pac-12 and why does it cannibalize itself all the time? I don't know, but it's frustrating. Probably as a Pac-12 person, you know what I mean? Like if, if you're a Pac-12 booster, commissioner, whatever, you're pissed. You're ticked off. Um, I think this is my last takeaway. Houston is a team to beat in the American. Uh, you, don't actually, you, you don't actually believe whoa, that. I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. Listen, right now, they are. Why You Obert? don't actually believe Why that. Why Obert? Because Cincinnati's kind of playing math football. By the end of the year, yeah, probably I think Cincinnati will win. But who has more wins in the conference than Houston? Nobody. Because they play more conference games. Five and zero in conference. Since he's four and zero, they're a great team. Since he, since he's fantastic, they'll probably get How better. How many power at the end five the wins does Houston have? I don't know. All I know is they've got one and zero, one and zero AP top twenty five. Cincinnati one and zero, so tied there. Um, what I do know is this. What I do know okay, is this. Okay, Cincinnati's top twenty five win was over Notre Dame, and Indiana. Houston's was SMU. Yes. Oh, top 25. Oh, yeah, top 25. Indiana was right. Yep. Um, yeah, my point is this. Uh, Houston, right now, team to beat in the American. Dude, yeah. you can't be serious. I said it. Holy Why crap. did I say Holy it? Holy crap. They are playing fantastic football as um, of late. And if they can keep that up. They have zero wins against Power 5 teams. Yeah. Houston does. Yeah, but SMU's uh, much. SMU is basically a Power 5 caliber program with how they've been playing up to this point in the year. 7-0. and no. They had some power five wins. So, I mean, Houston's, Houston's a for real team this year. And right now, they're the best team in the, in the American no, if I'm not. doing it power ranking style. No, you're not. The Cincinnati's still the best. Because Cincinnati's playing like dog shit. And, you're unreal. And Houston, end of the year. Yeah. Like, honestly, my pick is still Cincinnati to win it because they're Cincinnati. They'll figure it out. But watch out for this Houston team. UH, baby. I think they do this. I'm doing. I'm trying to figure out what the sign is for UH, but they do. You need to stop. Um, they're a good team, and watch that that American Athletic. Are they back? They're back. Okay. They are Houston, back. Houston's Houston going, is Houston's going to lose within the next couple of weeks. I wasn't even gonna, but yeah, they're back. Houston's going to lose in the next couple weeks. <laughs> you can press a button if you'd like. I'm not going to press a button. Okay. 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 You know who's back? Who? Fresno State. Fresno State is back though. NFL pick or takeaways. Dang it. Ah! We'll get one. We'll get one. We'll get it back. Okay. Stick around. NFL takeaways are indeed back. That's right. I got it right this time, so you can suck it. Um, speaking of sucking it, Henry Ruggs. Dude. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, drinking and driving is not okay. Yep. You're going to be in prison for... Two to twenty years because you decided to drive a long under the time influence, and that resulted in somebody dying. This is that's not okay. It's it, drinking and dri- drinking driving under the influence is the easiest thing to prevent. You just don't do it. Mm. How about we don't drink alcohol? Yeah, 
in the first place. Honestly, you know, and this is like going to sound like like kind of like a hot take. Maybe it doesn't belong in this part of the, you know, like a series. But I'm going to say this. I just don't know what the big deal is about like prohibition. It's like, why don't we just go back to it? You know what I mean? It's like, who are we helping by being, you know, given free alcohol out to everyone and it's encouraging it in TV shows it's not, it's and movies? Free, you know what I mean? Well, you get free hand sanitizer all the time. So how's about that? Are you going around looking hand sanitizer? No, but Meredith was in the office. Oh, sh- you're right. I'm going to say this real quick. Yeah, it is. But yeah, listen, if you're going to drink, you have to do it responsibly. He couldn't, and he's going to face the punishment, which could be up to 20 years in prison. And, you know, if we just putting aside the fact that he could have been one of the greatest NFL players of all time, I mean, 20 years of your life, or not one of the great, okay, well, pump the brakes. He could he could have been, he, he still could be, I guess, but he has so much potential. The point. There That's you go. The point. Holy. Um, to be one of the greatest football players of all time, and he is throwing a quarter of his life away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's it's a shame, but that's what happens when you make decisions like that. And, you know, did he mean to kill somebody? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that's the byproduct of, you know, hey, drives over or get pulled over. There you, you know go. know what I mean? There you go. And me- Click it or ticket. You wish you would have got pulled over. Mm, mm, you, yeah. yeah. And it's just a DUI. That's no. all it is, but it's not. He's got uh, blood on his hands pretty the, much, the Raiders PR, The Raiders PR team needs a race after this, oh my this past couple weeks. Although, the, what, did they post something on Twitter like <laughs> like a year or two back? Do you remember that? It was like, I can breathe, and then it got like, oh my God, like yeah. 100,000 comments, and people were like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God damn, the Raiders. Uh, okay. They're just a mess, and they always they are. are. And they always will, because you saw Mark <sighs> Davis. He was dressed like a fucking fifth grader. Are you kidding me? Again? I, it's off. It is literally off. My sound is not on. There, you got to turn, turn off notifications. Okay. I'm sorry. My first NFL takeaway is a kind of half apology because I don't know what's going on with the Chargers right now. I mm. don't. I don't get it. They're confusing me. And I was listening to a podcast, part of my take. Uh, don't go listen to them. Just listen to us. Okay. Yeah, don't go listen to them. Fuck but I was them. listening to them, and and Big Cat brought up a pretty good point. And the Chargers, the, the teams they beat aren't that great right now. They beat the Chiefs. Mm. They beat the Washington football team. And they beat the Browns, who all aren't great teams. They're not playing great football. Eh, at best. The only win that actually looks good right now is the, Oak, or the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, And at the end of the year, that might not I don't know what's going on. I thought Brandon Staley was the answer, and I still think he is. But coming out of a bye, you you got to win that game at home. And now it might not have been a home crowd. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, but two weeks to prepare exactly all the time in the world exactly. And and it's like I expect that from Urban Meyer. I don't expect that from Brandon Staley. Mm. I against an inferior opponent. I wasn't able to watch all of the game because I had it on Red Zone. Um. That was the best we could get at. Yeah. But and I, I wish I could have because I want to see how the offense was running. The defense played fine. I'm not really... You don't have high expectations for that. Exactly. Defense. I'm not really worried about their performance. Um, But the offense just got to play. You have to play better. Eh. Austin Eckler, I think... Was he was a, he was a, he was he played, but I don't know how much they actually used him. Yeah. 
So two years in a row against these Patriots. I know it's so frustrating, but uh, the only explanation is uh, Bill Belichick. Just I don't know what he's just a better coach than Brandon Staley. Yeah, but he's a better coach than everybody, and they're only four and four. I don't know. I feel like the Patriots are really good in games that nobody thinks they're going to win in. Absolutely, no, absolutely, they are. Like like the Bucks game, this their, game. Their I don't three know. wins going into this game were the or the Jets twice and the Texans. But they it's played crazy. close against the Cowboys. They played close against the Bucks, and they beat the Chargers. Yeah, that's and that's impressive. And man. one of their losses was to a Miami team who looks terrible. By the way, I will say this about the Chargers: they do have a good loss to the Cowboys. Doesn't matter. I don't know if that doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That, that was it. A good doesn't loss. matter. Okay. Um, my first takeaway, and this one is one of the most painful ones I've ever had to make. The Browns are just not a good team. Uh, I wish it was more complicated, but it's not. Ah, uh, damn it. They're not, they're just not good. Um, you know, we're coming off 10 days. Obviously they were coming off a bye. I get all that. Steelers are a really good team. Um, some are saying Odell's on his way out. Yeah. Odell is, you know, having his issues. We're just so much turmoil, so much chaos right now. Uh, only had one catch last week. Odell did, uh, Jarvis Landry played terrible. Um, and that's going to sound crazy, but it's like, I don't know. I thought Baker was decent. He was 20 for 31 with five drops. This guy's had five drops. That's tough. What do you want from him? It's, and, and if those five completions are there, we're talking 25 of 31, 300 yards passing. And you win the game. And we win the game. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. The offense is to blame, and we want to blame somebody because we don't think it can be Jarvis's fault. We don't think it can be Odell's fault. We don't think it can be Kevin Stefanski's fault. So everyone wants to blame Baker, but it's like... Question. It wasn't his fault in this game. What it if has it was been the, his fault in the past. What if it was the fact that you didn't have Kareem Hunt? Uh, perhaps. I makes- think I think it really goes to show how important Kareem Hunt is to that offense. Dearness Johnson didn't play well. After a great exactly. game against the Broncos, he did not play well. Uh, it was really and frustrating. Nick Chubb didn't play a ton. Nick Chubb played some, but on the ground he was just okay. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and that's kind of the elephant in the room here with this team a little bit too, is that you know nobody really wants to admit it either. But Nick Chubb this year hasn't been Nick Chubb of of usual. You know he hasn't gone for a lot of the two hundred yard games. The he's been only team or the only player in my opinion that has played pretty like they've they've maintained their play into this year has been Kareem Hunt. Yeah. And it, say, it sucks to say that, but I'd say David and Joku's played up to up to up to par for him. Uh, he came in as a third-string tight end. I've been impressed with what he's done. But, you know, when you're talking about a third-string tight end as the only guy that's <laughs> living up to expectations, you got some big problems on yeah. your hands. Uh, Baker's extremely underperformed. Nick Chubb is underperformed. The entire O-line has way underperformed. We're a top five and most sacks allowed. Yes, we've dealt with some injuries, but last week we were almost completely healthy. Yeah. Four sacks allowed. And... Pretty much zero run game. That's unacceptable. And everyone's saying that this line is this and this line is that. It's like they're nothing. Last year's team was fantastic. This year's team, all across the board, is completely underperforming. Where do you it's go? It's frustrating, and changes need to be made. I don't know which changes need to be made because your defense looks damn good. Defense looked decent. Decent. Uh, Steelers were still able to move the ball, and that was and don't break right. That's not good, but you know, um, yeah, defense was okay, but still. It's like Greedy Williams is just an absolute bust. He was our second yeah. round pick. You, you know pick what's good bad. though. You know what's good is that Greg Newsom and JOK were absolute steals. Where you got them, yeah. that's what it looks like. The only issue is is that the free agents you brought in 
Jahan Johnson and Jadavion Clowney. Eh? Jadavion's been decent. I've he's been, been decent in the run game. And he, and in the really in hasn't brought much game. He's, yeah. been, he's been better. Eh. Eh. Better than you thought he'd be. He had no sacks with the Titans. <laughs> he's already had like two or three sacks. That, that's what that's, it happens when Miles Garrett's on the other side. Um, okay. I'm not really concerned about the pass rush at this point. I'm concerned about the either. offense. Um, I'm concerned about your secondary a little bit. And I am concerned about my secondary. I think that's a good point. John Johnson III has wildly underperformed. Both safeties uh, just totally underperformed. Uh, all three safeties, I would say. Denzel's been... Average at best, yeah. even when he's out there. I mean, Ronnie Harrison Jr., when he gets out there, hasn't been good enough. Uh, John Johnson III hasn't been good enough. Grant Delpit hasn't been good enough. All these guys heard great things about him in camp. Sorry. You need to step up. It's it's embarrassing at this point. Uh, I'm really frustrated with how the team's playing. And uh, this and we say this every week, but this next week against Cincinnati is a must-win. I think this w- week against... Uh, like, we could play great the rest of the year. It might not be good enough just because <laughs> of how shitty of a start we've gotten on, off to. So it's extremely frustrating, and we're going to have to bounce back. And if not, serious changes are going to have to be made on this team. I think it's players-wise. I think... I still like the coaching staff. I still like Kevin Stefanski well, for what he's done. You don't but, like uh, Joe Barry, right? Uh, Joe Woods, you mean? Yes, that guy. Um, no, I don't like him. But I, I defense has been fine. So, okay. Um, my next takeaway is the Saints are. Oh wait, no, we're legit. Oh, and then damn it. MVP. Yep, best uh, best quarterback in the league. Jameis Winston tears his ACL. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. Best quarterback in the league. Second best quarterback in the league behind Matthew just, Stafford. Oh my God. Can you? Uh, okay. What? Can't you just be like, yeah, he's like really, he's just, he's just awesome. You have to be like second best quarterback in the league. Behind Matthew Stafford. Yes. <sighs> Jameis Winston is so fun to watch. And the Saints were one of the surprise teams. I had them going like seven and 10 at the beginning of the year. They were five and two already and just beat the Bucks pretty handily. Mm. And... Where are they going to go without Jameis? I don't know because Trevor Simeon is their quarterback. Or he, Taysom Hill. He didn't. It's going to be Trevor Simeon. Because uh, Taysom Hill sucks. Taysom Hill sucks. Um, and, and Simeon didn't play bad. He didn't. But I just don't know what their ceiling is with him at quarterback. Uh, their run game hasn't been what it, what it was. And now that they have Mark Ingram back, I think it might get back to where it was. Because having Alvin Kamara run the ball all the time, and then also catch the ball. It's not a great recipe for success. Mm, We saw it in Carolina with Christian McCaffrey. You're opening your guy up to get hurt. With Mark Ingram there running the ball, who's still, he's not where he was in his first stint in New Orleans, but he's still a damn good running back. He can still get it done. And he'll take the he'll take the hits on the on on the inside zones, on the power runs. He'll take all those hits. And then you can use Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, when you're going to the outside. You're taking it to the edge in the pass game. Yeah, that's what. That's why they were successful early on, and that'll help Trevor Simeon. He'll be able to, you know, get good looks in the flats. Won't have to, you know, chuck it downfield. But I just don't know. The defense has been playing pretty well. I mean, Demario Davis is exactly what we thought he was. One of the best linebackers in the league, and he's he's helping that defense play really, really well. But I don't know, Trevor Simeon, ceiling. Famous Jameis, by the way, is fourth in QBR this year. Boom. So he's the fourth best. Here's the problem. He's the second best. Here's the problem. He's 29th in yards, which I don't love. I don't love that. But but you didn't love when he was fourth first. in QBR. You also didn't love when he was first in yards. So what the hell do you want? Huh? I, I want a happy medium. 
But maybe this is it. Maybe this is as good as it gets. And um, I'll take fourth in QBR. And he is a good quarterback. How about how's about that? Yes, yes, I'll take it. But he's injury prone. You, oh, you you said that? I take it back. He's not injury prone. But what if what wow. if he tears his ACL and he's never the same quarterback again? What if he's better? What? How? How would he be better? It's like a Tommy John situation. He goes to number one. Instead of the second best quarterback, he's the first best quarterback. Why? How? Because he's James Winston. My goodness. Okay, fine. AJ Green cost the Cardinals a perfect season. It's devastating. It's so devastating. But if he doesn't run block (laughs) on a fourth and goal, or uh, uh, not even a fourth and goal, just get your head around, bro. The ball's coming at you. Great throw by Kyler, who had been doing everything to get the Cardinals back in that game. Um, question. Yeah. Are you going to acknowledge the fact that that was like the Packers practice squad that they were playing with? Uh, the Packers had uh, tons of, plenty of good players out there. They had the guys that they needed to win out there. They had Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. And that was about it. On offense, yeah. Listen, okay. Also, the Cardinals didn't have J.J. Watt, so everyone's got injuries. <gasps> um, and oh, J.J. Watt? Yeah, they didn't have J.J. Watt. So the Cardinals could have had a perfect season this year, and A.J. No. Green blew it, and it was so disappointing. Uh, Kyler Murray tried to do everything he possibly could for them to win that game. It wasn't enough because he's got J.R. Smith as his wide receiver and A.J. Green because he's a literal J. dumbass. Smith. Yeah, it was a J.R. Smith play. <laughs> that was literally a J.R. Smith play. Um, um, I'm so disappointed. It was incredibly... It was just devastating. I think that game showed the Cardinals' flaws and that they're not really, you know, this almighty team that we thought. Who is? Gotcha. The Los uh, Angeles Rams. No, they're not. Um, they lost... By 17, the Cardinals. Huh? Yeah. How's about that one? Everybody has their bad games, but... And this was the Cardinals' worst game ever, and they should have still won it. No, they shouldn't have. It, they, it got, was... they got outplayed the entire game. And ish, it was really funny, because after they scored their first touchdown, they did it with ease. The Cardinals did. You go, I don't know. I, I don't know I don't know a team that can beat them. I don't know a team in the NFL that can beat this team. Yeah, I did say that. Um, and then this Packers team won because of bullshit because AJ Green couldn't get his head around. Stop it! Stop I didn't it. know AJ Green would turn into J.R. Smith in the clutch. You need Jeez. to stop. You need to stop. Goodness, okay. stop it. Okay, one and thirty-two. Also, DeAndre Hopkins goes down. Uh, one and thirty-two. You know what that means? It was the Browns. Yeah. What? We went one and thirty-two. I think. No, no, no. Oh, one and thirty-two. What is that? The Detroit Lions draft picks this year, baby. Oh, my God. Confirmed. The Lions are going 0-17. This team is devoid of talent. Um, There is nothing remotely good about this team other than they'll play close in some games, but you can't expect this team to win a game this year. And they they lost to the Eagles 44-6. Like, if you expect them to win a game, you are delusional. They're going to be the first team in history, the first franchise in history, to have two team, two seasons where they don't win a single game. Also, they're going to be the first team in NFL history where they lost 16 games in a season twice. 16 and 17. Yeah, but at least 16. Oh, at least 16. Yeah. Even if they do win one game, they're the not first. winning two. <laughs> so, the Fords need to sell a team, but... You're gonna be. You're like, oh wait, what do you mean 32? Yeah, that's right. The Los Angeles Rams are winning the Super Bowl, and you can't convince me otherwise. They are the, clearly the best team in football. 
Because they beat the Texans? Come on, pump the brakes a little no, bit. No, they are the best team in football, and you can't tell me otherwise. I can't tell you otherwise. And guess what? Don't, stop. They uh, are my team They're not the your rest team, of the year. lady. Come on, people. The people are going to hate this. How the are they going to hate this? Okay. At, at their television right now. So as you know. Or TV, phone. No, that was as you know. Stupid. Um, I've been high on this Chargers team. I like the Chargers. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm still going to root for the Chargers out of the AFC. Mm. The Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars have a combined one win. They suck. They are a combined one in 15, I think. Two of the worst franchises in recent memory. And I hate the head coach of, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hate him. You despise him. So I'm trading out my favorite quarterback in the NFL, Matthew Stafford, for the Jacksonville Jaguars because I hate their head coach. And think he's a terrible, terrible, terrible oh, person. Wait, wait, so you're swearing off your Jacksonville Jaguars fandom? I yeah, I just said that I'm not. I'm no longer a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I thought you were going to combine them. I did, I changed my mind. I'm not a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars <sighs> until they fire Urban oh my Meyer. Gosh, that means it opens up a team for me, right? That's what you said. Yeah, they technically does. And that team is the Los Angeles Rams but because. You, you, um, Matthew Stafford, a guy I cheered for for eleven years. You got a personal a team tie there. Like personal tie there. Uh, uh, at the beginning of the season, I said the Los Angeles Rams were going to win the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with them. I'm gonna ride or die with them. Uh, Cooper Cup on four of my fantasy teams. I thought he was going to be electric this year, and I was right. I also have Tyler Higby and Van Jefferson, and guess what? Jalen Ramsey, my guy on the Jags, also on that team. Come on. Come on, and guess what? Guess what? With that move for move for Von Miller, they're clearly the best team in the country. They also or in, just, in the league. They all also just happen to be seven and one, and a lot of people's pick as the Super Bowl champion. A lot of people's pick as the best team in football. So it seems a little sketchy. The timing. What do you mean? The timing number I one. I said. I said. And the team. Oh, also, Matthew picked, Stafford's having an MVP caliber season, and I said he would. Okay, why now? Let me ask you that. Why now? Did you not just see the weekend I had? I could at least lean on Michigan football, and then they pulled the rug out on, from underneath me. And then the Chargers lost, too. What the fuck do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I need some fucking happiness in my life. Okay? Let me have something that I can look forward to. Wow. Okay. Okay. Okay, you can be a Rams fan. Okay. The Cowboys are the new best team in the NFL. Um, I just said the Rams were, so that's not true. But that is true, though. They are. No. Yeah. They no. Are. They're not. They are. What? 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 Yes, they're the best team in the NFL. Okay, fine. The Cardinals lose. Fine. We can't have fine. two best teams. They don't have to be the number one best team. Replace them with the Cowboys. Just and one of my other teams. Boom. That because that's how awesome my life is. Oh, one of my one of my other teams lost. Fine. Replace them. Number one Cowboys. Done. Literally done. And honestly, I think the Cardinals still have a good argument because if AJ Green catches that ball and isn't a numbnuts, then we're fine. And we're not even talking about this right now. But he didn't, okay? And they lost. So I've got to move him down. At least a little bit, I guess. So I'm gonna. And instead, I'll put the Cowboys at number one because the Cowboys are fantastic. And guess what? They beat a solid Vikings team on the road without Dak, without their quarterback, so how come without they, their franchise. how come they get credit for beating a team without their quarterback, but the Packers don't get credit for beating a team without their... They do. Their... They do. You I think... have spend, been okay, spending... Okay, 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 okay. Let's just think about this. When the Packers lost all of their players, and they lost a lot of players, that line moved three points. When the Cowboys just lost Dak... 
that line. Well, moved actually, six points. actually, it moved three points. Six points. It moved three points because of Devonte Adams. Yeah, and then, and then it was and then thir- didn't move at all. And then it was a Thursday game, so it was like it really didn't have time to move. Um. Also, you know, DeAndre Hopkins goes down. That's a big loss Jesus too. Christ. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, Cowboys without Dak go in the road. I Minnesota really tough team, and they do need Dak to win to beat really good teams. Just Vikings not this. Are a really good team. Just not this Vikings team. Vikings, um, Vikings are okay. Um, but they got it done. They won without Dak. They're a fantastic team, and they find ways to win football games, and that I love. You know what I mean? That I love. Okay. That's what it's all about. Um, You want to know who outplayed Cooper Rush? Hmm. Who was starting his first ever football game? Yeah. Mike White. He did. He did. He is a certified Hall of Famer. Book it now. Mm. Mike White is going to take the New York Jets to a Super Bowl at some point in his career. Wow. Zach Wilson. The odds you can probably get for that are just outstanding. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Wilson. Gone. Gone. He is the Drew Bledsoe to Mike White's Tom Brady. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Mike White destroyed what what little hope or what hope the Cincinnati Bengals thought that had that they were going to be a good team this year. Boom. And he did it by check down. Mike White checked down them just to death. Not so fast did the Bengals. He goes, not so fast. Uh, I mean, he threw for over 400 yards. Mm. And, and three touchdowns. And listen, his two picks were because guys didn't catch the ball. They not his them fault. Up in the air. It's not his fault. Not his threw fault. Right. Hit one of them hit Michael Carter in the helmet. Idiot. Right in the face mask. Face mask. And the other one was off guy's hands. Come on. Catch so. it. Mike White, Hall of Famer. Boom, go. Uh, Tom Brady's washed. Falling off a cliff. Poof. Gone. Done. I know everyone's made this argument for the last 10 years. I'm making it, though. And this time it's going to happen. Um, maybe I'm falling get, for it. Exposed. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm falling for it, and he's going to play another five years, and I'm going to kill myself. But I don't think so. Four <laughs> touchdowns, 376 yards. I get it. But also threw a couple of picks. Also got sacked like five times on that last drive because mm-hmm. he's slow, because he's old, because he's washed. And he sucks. The Bucks sucks. The Bucks are washed. And I think the Bucks are about the 10th best team in football. Whoa. Boom. I said it. I hate the Bucks. I just hate them. They're just, I just don't like them. I don't know why. I just don't like the Super Bowl. them. And because they beat my Cowboys. But. Yeah, because you're Cowboys. Suck. Take that back. All right, you go. Um, there are too many confusing teams in the NFL. I can care. Uh, the Jets are one of them. Mm. The Bengals are one of them. The Chargers are one of them. The Chiefs are one of them. The Browns are one of them. Mm. Um, Steelers. Steelers are definitely one of them. The Panthers. Yeah. Hell, even the Giants are confusing. Um, let's see. Who else is confusing? Maybe the Falcons. Yeah. Um, the Saints, really confusing. I just don't Strange. understand what's going on there. Um, the Titans, even a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we thought else? that game was going to be a blowout. Vegas was kind of... Yeah. They were, Vegas was like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, Vegas was like, all right, we think the Colts are going to win the by The Vikings. One. We're like, pump the brakes a little bit. but The Vikings, for sure. Yeah. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, every team in the NFL that isn't either a one-loss team... Or just absolutely dog shit. Yeah, there are too many confusing. And the AFC in general. Yeah. I mean, what do you make of the AFC? I don't Even know. the Bills. Like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? Barely the can Broncos. Win. How like, can I forget about the Broncos? How can how can you barely get a win against the Dolphins? You I know, know what I mean? We're talking about the Dolphins here. It was 
Like, whoa, holy cow. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this, but the only clear thing, there's like two or three teams that I'm like, yeah, they're good teams. Mm. Four teams. And you want to know what's funny about it? Mm. All of them are NFC teams. Wow. Cowboys. Thank you. Cardinals, Rams, Packers. All four of those teams, I'm like, you are exactly what I thought you were going to be. Well, not... Not a, Come on. not before the season. Yeah. Right now, every game you play, it's, it's like, like kind of makes sense. You it's know? like yeah, it's yeah, like I can I, see that. I, I I get that. Yeah. But like, did I think the Bucks were going to lose to the Saints? Absolutely not. Hell no. And then Jameis went down. I'm like, oh, for sure they win this. Uh, no. No. I don't get it. And then don't even talk to me about the fucking Chiefs. Um. Last takeaway, most important one. I'm tougher than the NFL. Whoa. Wait. Over. Wait. Wait. Over. What? Yeah, whoa, who hurt? What, what are you talking about? You're not tougher than the NFL. These guys are huge. These guys are crazy good. Okay, I suffered what an expert's called the most severe sprained ankle they've ever seen. Experts. Um, yeah, the doctors, experts. So <laughs> let me give let me give the people okay. some. Let me give the people a little bit of context, a little bit of backstory. Let's flash back to last night, intramural basketball game. I was doing what I do: ten assists, ten blocks. Uh, ten points, uh, ten steals, ten steals, ten boards, quadruple double. Yeah, yeah, uh, quintuple double, quintuple double. Uh, kind of just my thing, you know, just playing my ball, in playing my thing. Yeah, and a loss because we suck. <laughs> Having said all of that, you know, loose ball rebound because I'm a hustler. Die for or jump up for that it. was that was for your tenth board to get the quintuple. Yeah, I had to get the quintuple double. Come on, that's my thing. That's what I'm known for. Get the get the rebound. Jump as high as. People have said they've ever seen, they've never seen somebody jump that high in their jumped life. through the, the roof. roof. Jumped through the roof. I jumped so high. People said, wow, he literally got that ball. Like at, It was like 12 feet in the air. He jumped up and got that ball. I thought it was like 15. Yeah, something like that. People were like, wow, I've never seen anything like that. And I was like, yeah, I know. I did it. Anyway, so I do that. Come down weird. Ah, ah. Uh, severely sprained my ankle. People are saying worst they've ever seen. Doctors, NBA, and uh, you know how long is it going to take you to recover? Sports people saying that. Okay, hold on, and oh. then play through it. Plays through it. The rest of the how game, long? five minutes. Plays plays through it. Hard sprinting, running, running. Totally fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. Um, get back to the dorm. Ankle starts feeling bad, and I was thinking, "Ow, this hurts! What even happened?" And I thought, "Oh, is that rebound? Oh my goodness, I hurt my, or I hurt my ankle!" But I didn't even know at the time because I'm such a competitor. I'm so just focused on the game, focused on you know winning, focused on doing what it takes for my team. Obviously, we didn't win because we suck, but <laughs> but you can't control um, that. But I can't control that. You know, I can only do so much. So you know, and I am. I'm just such a competitor that you know that's that's what happened. And so it was too bad, um, but I, I was sleeping, and I was like, wow, this is a severe ankle sprain. This is the worst that doctors have ever seen. They've told me, and I was thinking this, NFL, NBA players, sports in general, I'm tougher than those guys. Like, I mean, Jameis tore his ACL and didn't even finish the game. Yeah, yeah. I had the most, I basically tore my ankle right off the bone. Like, there was meat. People said it was literally dangling. My foot was literally dangling off my ankle, <laughs> but I played through it because I'm such a competitor. Because you're the so ultimate competitor. The point is, I I think I'm tougher than I'm, I'm tough as nails, and I already knew that coming into this. I think I'm tougher than a lot of guys, and I and I've lost some respect for those NFL guys. Oh, you know Saquon Barkley. Oh, my ankle hurts. Oh, my ankle hurts. Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, play through it, buddy. I did it. You can do it too. Oh, got him. 
buddy. That was a. Did you just? Yeah, I buddied Saquon Barkley. Whoa! By the way, I can do that stupid like what? Oh, he squats a lot of weight. Yeah, I can do that too. It's literally no problem. <gasps> I can do that too. Also, Rondell Moore can do it too. Have you ever oh, seen that? No, mm. I haven't. He's a beast in the weight room. I believe it. Yeah, but not as much as I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See you. <laughs>